35. Episode 35 of the Wolfpack Podcast. 35 also may be the age of this week's guest. I don't know. Forgot to ask how old he was. Wasn't on my list of questions in the interview. This week, I'm hammering down on certain disciplines. Man, post-pandy shutdown. Uh, it is crazy. You suddenly felt like you had all this time on your hands because you don't have a commute to work and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, not the case. I got so much less done having more time than I do when I have less margin. And uh, so, you know, the last several weeks been hammering things down. And this week I said, well, I'm going to be up at 5 a.m. for five days straight with the caveat of I still want to treat people well. Because you know what? Tired Tyler is not the nicest Tyler. Not the nicest version of myself. And uh, the awareness of it helped me remain loving and kind to people, but I did not totally succeed. I know for a fact I spoke too much, too soon, and too harshly on a couple of occasions this week. Um, And so I'm thinking through that, working through that. Um, It was a good week. It was a good, good week. This week's guest is a man named Connor Manning. And Connor Manning is like a uh, tall Irish sage, a fountain of wisdom. You walk into his lair and he's on the squat rack getting a back tattoo. Tells you to sit down, shut up, and listen. Okay, But then he drops some knowledge and and a loving word into your heart. That's the kind of guy this Connor Manning is. I like to describe, and I don't know if I said this in the interview, don't remember. Colorful past. Connor Manning is Connor McGregor, but with Jesus. So you backtrack Connor Manning without Jesus would probably act a lot like Connor McGregor. Now, let me be real. I love Jesus, but I also. I think Conor McGregor is pretty sweet. But Conor Manning has all of the great qualities of Conor McGregor with the sanctification that, sanctification that comes with faith in Jesus. So, without further ado, please welcome to the Wolfpack Podcast my guest, the mighty, mighty, irreplaceable, unrepeatable Conor Manning. <laughs> Welcome to the Wolfpack Podcast. My yeah. name is Tyler Wolf. <laughs> My like guest it. today is Connor Manning. Don't interrupt me. I'm a big fan of your intro. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sometimes I like to uh, to alpha my way in the face of uh, the biggest alpha that I know. <laughs> I, well, I appreciate that. I feel <laughs> like it's appropriate, and I accept it. Well, what it is is it. I guarantee you. By the way, my guest is Connor Manning in the house. Good to see you. Mm, thank you. I bet you that if anybody interrupts you, that they end up in their therapist's office the next week, being <laughs> like, "I had a real big breakthrough this week. I stepped up to somebody because they just got like dad issues, and no one wants mm, to." Yeah. Because no, I'm talking a lot here, but I remember when I first started working with you back in the day. 
you would like stare through my soul and I'd start like giggling you know what I mean I've been in counseling since worked yeah. through it <laughs> well I just it's kind of kind of incredible what just a, a few moments of silence will do to someone you just really <laughs> stare at them they start really thinking about what did I just say yeah why did I say it I don't, I'm sorry like they don't even know why they just start apologizing for things just go yeah I, I didn't really have anything going on I was thinking about something totally different like you yeah. know football or something and you just confessed just blinked out (laughs) (laughs) so connor manning uh you were a pastor at the church where i pastor called bridge church and now you live near the twin cities yes and uh what's your home address (laughs) (laughs) do you want my social as well yeah what's Uh, the social yeah no i live in a small town called new richmond wisconsin it's kind of right up on the border um uh so kind of easy easy to pop over and head into the cities to work and back home so Okay, that's uh, near the river, right? Correct, the St. Croix. Dude, I, uh, which goes right through Hudson, Wisconsin. Correct. Okay. I remember digging my heels in on this debate about what river that was. And mm-hmm. I, insi- I just looking back, I was such a fool. I remember telling the person, it was Ben Bright, you know him. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's the Hudson River. <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, no, no, it's not. It's the, whatever it is. Yeah. What's it called? The St. Croix. He's like, it's the St. Croix River. And I said, okay. <laughs> then what's the name of the city that we're in? He's just like, well, the city is named Hudson. <laughs> and is every city that the Mississippi goes through called Mississippi? Yeah. Which just blew my logic out of the water. And the Hudson <laughs> River go, goes through the heart of New York City, yeah. I think. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. Double dumb. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely <laughs> not... In the Midwest, anywhere. Yeah. So every time I th- every time I think of uh, where you live, I feel stupid. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> okay. On this show, we share resources because yeah. if you feel like you got something smart to say, somebody probably already said it better. It's true. So over the years, you've recommended a bunch of stuff to me that has had an impact on me. And the idea of the show is that you can have equal or more influence on a person through what you recommend to them than what you maybe create for them. Yeah. Uh, curators are the new influencers, mm. as we say on the Wolfpack podcast. Mm. So hit me with some resources. So smart. You got two? Yeah. Okay, you go, I go, you go. Do, I you, want, do you want two? I mean, I can think of more than that, but I don't want to like... I'm trying to think of which directions to go in. So. Well, I'll tell you right now, because it sounds like you haven't listened to the show. I've not. Well, that's cool. I work on it hard every week. Slave over it. Blood, sweat, and tears. But why would you take time for that? Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I'll tell you, it doesn't have to be Christian. It doesn't have to be yeah. spiritual. It could be... I recommended a podcast about the history of caffeine on a show, okay? It could be yeah. anything. But it also could be Christian or spiritual. It's up to you. Can I, I'm going to throw one out that is not any way related to anything, but you yeah. should go on Netflix and watch the first episode of this documentary series called Home Game, if you haven't yet. That's um, new, right? Yeah, it is new. We, I watched one episode the other day, and it is it highlights this single competition that happens in <laughs> Florence, Italy, every year. It's like a two-day tournament where they play like the most violent form of rugby-ish game that yeah. I've ever seen where they can straight up punch each other in the face kick each other pick each other up and throw each other on the ground yeah. there literally are no rules the only rule is that you get points for putting the ball like in the net and that's it that's awesome and it was just like yeah it's wild. like it rugby I watched part of it which I feel stupid about bare knuckle boxing combined with rugby right kind of yeah like in that level 
I, I let loved me, it. This is a lot of self-deprecation on this episode. I turned it on mm-hmm. and got about five minutes of subtitles deep, and I was just like, nah. <laughs> I came here to watch, not read a book. You feel me? And I moved on because I got to be in the mood. Yeah, reading's hard. Home team, home game. Home game. <laughs> totally not, not one of the things. So this isn't necessarily a new resource, but I just finished, I literally finished listening to it like yesterday, mm-hmm. was um, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Okay. Have you read it? I know Jordan, I haven't read his book. I've listened to much of his content. Much of his content. So it was just like, it was really good, and it was really good in a very self-reflective way that... Which I think that's one of the dangers for me of reading a book is that I find myself somebody will say something and I'll start thinking about it. Yeah. And then I like wander off and then come back to the book reading, you know, a few yeah. minutes later and have no idea what just Like you obsess said. about it? Well, I don't know if I obsess, but like maybe I just start to go down a line of thinking of like, Oh yeah, like that's probably true. How's that true of me? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think I did that yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think I think I treated my wife this way because I was actually feeling this or trying to accomplish this and it was actually rooted in this other thing from like trying to prove something like in high school that's like you know somehow wound its way into my adult life like Mm -hmm. oh I literally was having this thought while I was driving my car listening to it like oh crap Mm -hmm. like well that's not good yeah it's not who I want to be and that's not even um, you know not positive on a lot of levels so it was just kind of really interesting like it had a lot of those types of moments where it was both like I think affirming because we all like that right when we're listening to something and it's like oh yeah like that lines up with what I already think but then yeah because some of the because writing is a unique gift and some yeah. of those guys it's it's you may it's when someone can articulate something that you so deeply believe to be true mm-hmm. it, there is something unique about that yeah it's you feel affirmed and you feel I, don't know, I kind of almost feel seen you know what I mean yeah. like yes and it's like you have like an or, or the other thing that I found is that you have like an inkling like I think that this is true yeah and this is how this works and then somebody goes through and gives you like a breakdown based on like both statistical data but also yeah. like a lot of study uh, in the space to go no this is actually how it works and you go like oh man that's crazy like I kind of thought that was how it worked but you just gave me like real reason to right. actually really think that's how it works so that's that makes you feel really good but then it's also like hey like at the end of the day like and he's not even really like he has this Christian background but he's not really a Christian right you know he has all these like conflicting beliefs and things like that but ultimately is like you are here to do good things and make the world a better place and like mm-hmm. you do have the strength within you to do that and that's who you're supposed to be and all this other stuff just kind of prevents you from doing it so like his 12 rules for life are really about like these observations and things that you can kind of like self reflect on and ultimately like take steps towards being better you know um and he's just he's a good storyteller and his thoughts are organized really well i think um very logical and like linear and stuff which i like yeah he's almost too logical to get too far in our current state of the world 
you know what I mean? Like he makes yeah. too much sense. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're yeah. like people like I don't, you know what I'm saying. I but yeah, exactly he's awesome. It's, so it's Jordan tough. Peterson Twelve book, Rules for Life. Yeah. Twelve Rules for Life. I will link to that in the description. Uh, I have a resource, definitely not uh, as much depth as yours, but it's called Anything for a Laugh. It's a one hour documentary on Chris Farley. Oh, um, definitely not the only one that's ever been made. There's yeah. a few good ones. I just watched it last night. It's an hour long. What's it's, it on? It's on Hulu, Hulu. and A and E. It's an A and E show that was put on Hulu. Okay. And uh, man, if you like Chris Farley, uh, you'll love it. I love Chris Farley. <laughs> but then also, like, he got so many. Of course, he was rich and famous, but like, he was so attractive to women, even though he was so big. Yeah. Like, he got all of these women. He had all of this success, but at the same time, he saw he was so insecure. You mm. know what I mean? And yeah. what was actually true about him was not in his brain at all. But it was in the minds of everyone else what was true and what they really saw, which I just think the takeaway from that is really easy. So, anything for a laugh, Chris Farley, Hulu, and A&E. You got another one? I do. Hit me. Mm. <laughs> which direction to go? Uh, well, and I think you, who knows, maybe somebody's already shared this one before, but it is one of my favorite books. Um, and is, is on the list of things that I would tell anybody that they should go read. Yeah. Uh, but is The Reason for God by Reason Tim for God. Keller. Tim Keller. Timmy K. Timmy He's the K. most, he is the, we, no one's ever recommended that book. Okay. But he is the most repeated recommendation on this okay. show. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it because, so the premise of the book is that Tim would do these like after service Q&A sessions with people in New York City to say, okay, what are your objections? Yeah. Right. And they would bring their their reasons for why they object to Christianity, and he would basically then respond with, uh, you know, here's here's kind of his response. So the the first part of the book is like the series of questions and the arguments against yeah. the existence of God, and like the second part of the book is his like breakdown on why, like, for you to be logically consistent with your question, yeah, you can't come to a conclusion that doesn't ultimately lead you to yeah God. So he's using just like logic and reason. You don't have to. Like, you can read some of these other people. I think Robbie Zacharias is obviously, like, amazing. He's fun to listen to. I bought one of his books, and I made it, like, three chapters in, and I had to look up, like, 1,800 yeah. of the words that I read to, like, like what? What yeah. does that word mean? Okay. Keller bridges the gap better yeah. than anybody. It was just so good, and I was like, man, this is so good, and everybody needs to read this, no matter where they're from, just so that they can have both for themselves, right? Because I think it's... Um, like, uh, you know, we're supposed to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. Like, our mental faculty is part of that, right? So we need to not just blindly believe things, but understand, like, logical reasoning for why we believe things. And, and inevitably, if you're being authentic in your faith, you're going to be challenged, and somebody's going to ask you questions like this. And when our only response is, well, I don't really know. You yeah. know, it's like kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of kind of a letdown. So from all angles I just I think it's a valuable read and I think it's beneficial for people to check it out yeah for sure so well another thing I love about Tim Keller is that man we put a lot of you know when I say we I I, not everyone's guilty of this and it's not even totally wrong but we put a lot of energy into how we're gonna make this cool how we're gonna make this so so simple that if it's a solid takeaway from whatever the teaching is or whatever you're doing good you want somebody especially someone that doesn't believe to have something to hold on to however i think it the gospel holds so much more weight when you go well this thing isn't totally simple and it's not always going to fit in 20 minutes you know what i'm saying um he doesn't uh he doesn't play that game yeah you know what i mean i love that about him 
get into it you know dig it up it's and it's awesome so i would say that's and it's not a hard read either it's not a huge book it's not yeah. going to take somebody forever to get through it and i even think i mean maybe this is my own opinion but like you start reading it, it it is kind of a fun book to read because he's telling stories of people in it that are asking these questions too so it is a fun it's a fun read uh, cool. but very valuable tim keller reason for god okay before we go i just want to lay out a scenario for you and ask what your reaction would be so you're walking uh you're walking through uh walmart okay mm-hmm. and looting breaks out and you have your kids with you like a riot yeah. Okay, maybe this is too fresh. Okay, but uh, it's, not, it's not about the riot; it's about the person. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Um, what do I do? Um, my immediate thought is that I would try to make sure that I was backed into a corner somewhere okay. where my kids and family could be behind me. Okay. Then and what? then just posture myself in a way to let <laughs> anyone know that if they come near, I'm going to hit them. Like real hard. <laughs> this is why I asked the question. <laughs> now, I you probably don't remember because it was just a casual conversation, but I remember our our mutual friend John Vol mm-hmm. also remembers this. Shout out John. Probably doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> uh, um, you recall you saying if something like that happened at Summerfest, oh yeah, you've immediately reacted. You said, "Well, what I would do is I would remove my shirt oh, and yeah. I would wrap it around my fist." Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn it. No one has that sort of plan laid out. Oh, clearly. Like, I'm going to get real aggressive with swinging and, you know, if I can yeah. preserve my knuckles for as long as possible <laughs> through the use of my shirt, I'm for sure. I'm into it. Are you? Do you watch UFC? I don't. Don't. I don't. Um, I feel like I let a lot of people down when I say that. Uh, I know it's like a cultural thing. Like, yeah. I, it's not that I wouldn't watch it. I'm also really cheap. So yeah. I don't like paying money to watch stuff. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Know? you. Well, the majority, there's only like 10. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm not here to yeah. represent the UFC. Um, I do think I've just recently, I have learned to see it as more of like a martial art than mm-hmm. I ever did before. I was like, oh, these guys are going to get in the ring and it kind of bothers me how bloody they get and whatever. Yeah. But now I see there's a show on ESPN plus called detail. Hmm. where they they will start and stop and tell you exactly what's happening and what looks like two dudes just smashing each other up is one guy like catching a kick yeah I'm like once I started to see it that way I'm getting I'm like obsessed with it now I do not doubt like the skill level involved like that not even a little bit or the athleticism like you don't have to there was this kid named Johnny and when I was in ministry training uh, out in uh, in Sacramento he was like a state champion wrestler, but mm-hmm. like he would be like two weight classes below me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just this tiny guy, but he like wanted to pick a fight with me. He thought this was like fun, you know? And so he starts trying to like wrestle me and I would literally pick him up and just toss him. <laughs> yeah. Weight know? matters for sure. Like this is just dumb. <laughs> the problem was, is that this kid had done so much like physical training. He like wore me out. Like oh, I was yeah. like getting gas yeah. and he was still like, I would toss him and he would just bounce up and come at me, you know, like, uh, like the only word that comes to mind is like a spider monkey. Like, I don't mean to just make like a stupid reference, but yeah. like that's the first thing. Cause he would like bounce, like almost like a, yeah. like a weird primate, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's coming at me and finally, like I hit the point with him where I tossed him one last time and he rolled over and he started coming back and I said, Johnny, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like I'm at the end. Yeah. And if you get close enough, I'm going to punch you. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do wrestle rules anymore. It's now going to be like alley fight. Yeah. And I'm just going to start hurting you. So 
it's a good time to stop, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> big old grin on his face and he just walked away like nothing, but I was like sweating. Like, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's well, I've been, in, I've been on a kick of creating alarm clocks, like ringtones for mm-hmm. me to wake up to in the morning, like Jocko and whatever. Yeah. Like Navy SEALs being like, get up. Splash water on her face Quit being a wuss Let's go You know Like whatever It just gets me going in the morning I feel like you could get into that business Based on what you just said You could be like Get up Or I'm telling you I'm gonna wrap my shirt around my fist <laughs> And it's gonna pay a visit to your face I would get out of bed <laughs> Thanks for being on the show man If you need me to, if you need me to record that I will Sweet Just for you <laughs> You got anything else? The only other I had one other thing That's kind yeah. of unrelated But um, I don't know I, Like It's always weird when you um, like refer people to resources you think about like who created the resource and I don't know that I would holistically like you know refer wildly to all things related to this person but Tony Robbins put yeah. together a book called Money Master the Game Okay, that like I also think pretty much anybody should read awesome like, I love from, Tony like, Robbins financial dude. advice and it is super practical and it's very basic but like um, but really good yeah like, really solid stuff so worthwhile read cool for sure I just listened to his interview with uh, Mike Tyson alright well Mike Tyson's podcast interviewed him oh yeah <laughs> Mike Tyson has a podcast and it's really good dude really yeah do you know Eben Britton he oh. was he was an NFL player and now he's just like he's really, actually a really good interviewer but he's a blazed out pothead yeah so Mike Tyson and Eben Britton interview these guys <laughs> and it's pretty awesome man oh yeah. man alright man Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, man. Later. All right. Sweet.